Welcome to The One, the podcast for dating from your most vibrant and authentic self. My name is Gina Catherine, and I am a confidence coach for love and sex. We know that we need to love ourselves, but nobody explains to us how to actually do this. This podcast has advice and practices on how to do just that. My mission is to help women deeply connect to their bodies, hearts, and minds. When we know, accept, and love ourselves, we draw in amazing partners and incredible experiences. I offer these words from the perspective of a usually straight, cisgendered, divorced, middle-aged white woman. It is my heartfelt hope, though, that there are nuggets for anyone to use in their sex, love, and relationships. In this podcast, I will invite you to let go of the piece of you that hopes for love but is skeptical and ask you to believe and take action in dating from a place of deep self-worth. The one exists and they are you. With that, let's dive deep into this week's episode of The One. I vow to fiercely love you in all of your forms, now and forever. I promise to never forget that this is a once-in-a-lifetime love and to always know, in the deepest part of my soul, no matter what challenges carry us apart, we will always find a way back to one another. These are not my words. They're words that Channing Tatum spoke to Rachel McAdam in the movie The Vow. But when I heard them, it really struck me once again that we need to know that these words are true within ourselves before we can accept them from someone else. It's really what this entire podcast is about. It's what my message for you is about. Becoming the one, not to be alone, but to be connected to self and to others. And if self-love feels as far away for you as like a spot on the next space shuttle mission, try writing to yourself in different phases of your life. So in this episode, I'm going to invite you to do three writing practices. And the first is to write your birth announcement. So write your birth announcement, not just like how much you weigh, but how cherished you were, how welcomed you were as a baby on day one, from day one. So something like, this child joined us today, a celestial beauty, every puff of baby's breath a gift. However you would like to feel, if you were to go back in time and feel how the world changed when you were born. Babies aren't born with inner critics. Newborns are fresh and deserving. I don't want to know anyone who believes that some babies are more worthy of love than others. So write your birth announcement before bad luck, before conditioning or feeling less privileged or being in less privileged circumstances started to tell you a different story. So before anyone left you or betrayed you, before you made that mean something about yourself, baby you gets an announcement without any if, ands, or buts. And your announcement is innocent and beautiful. And as you write it, I hope that feeling washes over you. And the second exercise is to write your wedding vows. Whether you're a person who believes in traditional weddings or not, there is something special about lovers writing their own marriage vows. And so write these. Speak from your heart. These vows are you professing your love to you. Make promises to yourself. If you have trouble starting, maybe borrow from music or poetry if you need that type of inspiration. Sade, Bruce Springsteen, Pablo Neruda, 
whoever floats your boat. There's a poem by the slam poet Shane Koizian that evokes a kind of conscious love that some of you may want. Part of this poem goes, I want you to be written into my bones like braille so that I can feel your story more closely. I want to ban the use of parachutes and feel the truth and velocity, knowing that survival is unlikely, so I had better just enjoy the fall. Crawl with me under wire fences that we put up to keep each other out. Let us give in as if in is a donation and we're both generous. Oof, I have listened to this poem a hundred times and I will probably listen to it a hundred more. Writing your vows to yourself is a commitment to loving yourself. It's a promise to soak yourself in that kind of love that you'll be swimming in or that you want to be swimming in wherever you are in your relationship goals. Be playful. Use really what's true to you. And I mean language that fits how you want to feel. Gush a little or a lot, but make it a solemn vow. Why do we have so many ceremonies in life that pledge to others, but never to ourself? I wonder if that type of ritual would be misunderstood as selfish. I think it is, but try it and see how it feels. It's just for you, so nobody's going to be judging you there. And thirdly is to write your eulogy. What do you want to be known for? How deeply did you love? How generous were you with your words, your affection, your time? How did you grow things in your life around you? How will people think of you when you're gone? How will they smile and weep and remember you after you're gone from your physical body? What story will someone stand up and tell so that others will know you? This is a really powerful practice because sometimes we stop ourselves from loving fully because we're afraid of losing people. And that is all wrapped up in this feeling of being ostracized and dying, like being cut off and dying. So embracing this, writing your eulogy will help you to love more fully. Bring a lot of play into these writing exercises, but also a lot of sincerity. The birth announcement is going to help you to understand how deeply worthy you were from day one, how worthy you are simply because you exist. I don't think you would deny that a baby is worthy of love. And so use your birth announcement as a bridge to reconnecting to that truth about yourself. The wedding vows will cement your commitment to self-love. Consider reading them out loud and perhaps a wedding dance with yourself in the kitchen. Make this vow into a ceremony for you. And then your eulogy will serve as evidence that your life matters. Your impact, your presence, you matter. Don't wait until your death to understand this. On a little bit of a side note and a personal celebration, The One Podcast is now an award-winning podcast. The One Podcast received the Silver Award for Most Inspirational Podcast in the Signal Awards. When I first started talking about sex and love, I was far quieter. I thought talking about sex and love was kind of radical. I thought, who wants to hear me talk about passion? But I did daily practices like the ones I talk about in this podcast. I started to value myself, not just because I was a mother or for my job, but because I'm a human in this body and I exist. Understanding how folding in pleasure and love is not some privilege that I have to earn, but that it was my birthright changed everything in my life. When I did practices that welcomed my body and my pleasure and my desires, and I did those at the beginning of the day and not as some sort of reward, 
I got louder. There's a Regina Spector song that I quote in my group practices, and it goes like this, like, and the beginning of the song is, it started out as a feeling, which then grew into a hope, which then turned into a quiet thought, which then turned into a quiet word. And then that word grew louder and louder until it was a battle cry. I love this song. I love the message in those lyrics. And my battle cry is self-love. Feeling worthy, feeling loved, feeling that I matter. These hopes that became feelings and became who I am changed everything. I said that already, but the difference is that feeling that this is true is astounding. Astounding. What it draws into your life when you feel loved and worthy and that you matter is limitless. And the award is just this beautiful evidence of this. It helps me to realize that you want to know who wants to hear me talk about sex and love? Motherfucking everybody. With self-love, we can then pour into others. Rumi, who's the most quoted love poet in America, says it well. If I love myself, I love you. If I love you, I love myself. Heartfelt thank you for listening. I am honored every time you choose the one. Loving yourself does not require perfection. Big, juicy love requires us to get curious, to offer ourselves what we are searching for in others, and know that from this place of love and power, we magnetize amazing connections. Please do all the actions to keep the one podcast rolling. Share with others who may need to hear this episode. Like, download, sleep with me under your pillow. Click on the link in the show notes to subscribe to my monthly newsletter. And then listen every Monday and Thursday to get ever closer to the love that you so deeply deserve. You can also follow me on Instagram where I have tons of fun content to inspire you to be the one. You are loved by me. Now.